All right, everybody, welcome back to the Millennial Sales Podcast, episode 271. It is Monday, January 17th. Excited to get into the week with you all. I've got a solo episode here today. As I mentioned last week, we're going to mix some of these up to provide some more content with a little short hitting uh, stuff for me. So before we get into that, please, wherever you're watching this, subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever it is. It helps to grow the show and you can learn more about me uh, on LinkedIn, Tom Alamo, and on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, I'm Tommy Tahoe. So take 30 seconds here, press pause, show some love, really means a lot. Um, do some good to start the year, uh, and then we'll get, we'll get going with the content. So please do that. Okay, let's do it. Um, <clears throat> mentioned last week that um, we're all, unless you're finishing your year, which a lot of, uh, a lot of companies are in January, then this will be more relevant for you in a few weeks. But if you're starting off the year like I am and like a lot of people are with the calendar year, it's daunting to see that number go from however much you sold last year, a couple hundred thousand, a million, multiple million, 10 million, 20 million, whatever that number is, it's probably back at zero uh, or close to zero if, if maybe you sold some stuff that, that carries on to the next year. Regardless, you're looking up, every single one of us is looking up at that mountain and looking up at a big ass number to hit that seems daunting. It seems maybe even impossible to hit uh, in early January for the year. Um, but you could do it one step at a time. And I think one of the ways to achieve that and to achieve any goal uh, is through how you handle time, right? I, I read an article and wrote an article last year about being a time billionaire. And the general premise is that we talk about money billionaires a lot, right? Like someone like Warren Buffett, who is, you know, worth probably $10 billion, maybe more, um, one of the wealthiest people in the world. But what he doesn't have is time. He's in his 90s. You know, he's been going for a while, but he's likely to, to probably move on uh, from this world pretty soon. And I would bet you anything in the world that he would trade those $10 billion for 10 billion more seconds. And if you're in your 30s or if you're in your late 20s, you're a time billionaire, meaning you have at least, you know, if you're going to live to an average age, uh, you're going to have at least a billion more seconds. And that's the most precious thing that we have. That's the most valuable thing that we all have. And we all have the same amount in any given day. But what's interesting to me is that when we have 24 hours, there are some people that seem to get so much shit done. They seem to get so many important things done. They seem to move the ball forward where others, sometimes us, don't do that. Uh, we don't make as much progress. We don't get as much done. Um, and there's a lot of articles and blogs and books about time management. But I don't think that the people that get the most done actually manage their time. I think they manipulate it to their advantage. And I want to talk about four ways that people do that um, and how you might be able to take these into your journey this year and hopefully help you out. So the first one is, um, is ruthlessly prioritizing your time, right? Um, the first thing you should do is go, if you haven't done this exercise, go and just keep a log of everything that you do uh, in the 15 minute or a 30 minute increment 
for, for a day or a couple days or even a week. You will be absolutely mind boggled by how much time you just waste. We all do, right? We can't be productive every hour that we're awake as much as we'd like to fool ourselves that, you know, we're working and crushing, you know, eight, 10, 12, 14 hour days in our heads. Maybe we are, but if you go back and see when you're being most productive, it's probably like four hours a day. Um, and so you want to understand one, what you're actually doing in a day. And then two, understand what things are actually moving you towards your goals and which ones aren't. There's a ton of things that go on in a day, whether it's these internal meetings that you have, whether it's this the hour long meeting that, that could have been an email, whether it's you know mindlessly scrolling on social media or email. Um, there's a million different things that it could be. And if you're not at least aware of when you're doing some of those things, that could be put into other areas. And maybe um, you know, you could put that towards sleeping. Maybe you could put that towards your exercise, spending time with your family, uh, taking up a hobby, you know, making a few extra calls, whatever it might be, um, understanding where the dead time is so that you can, you can potentially put that into other areas. So the first thing that those people do is they are ruthlessly, uh, they ruthlessly prioritize their time. The second thing is that they take action. Scott Lease, who is you know, one of the biggest names in SaaS sales is well known for saying that one of his best qualities is to limit the distance between idea and action. So for many of us, good ideas come into our brain, you know, pretty frequently all the time. Like for me, when I'm in the shower, I'm killing it. I got the music going. I got Lizzo bumping. I'm list, I'm singing. I'm dancing. I've got a great idea pops into my head. How often does, do we actually take those ideas and then put them into action, right? And for him, his whole mentality, his whole mantra is just limit the overthinking and just take action. And you're going to make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. But if he makes them quicker, learns from them, iterates, adapts on top of them, um, that's his formula to get so much done. And if you look at Scott, um, if you're someone that wants a lot of balls in the air and wants a lot of things going on, check him out because he's got multiple different companies that he's juggling and makes a huge impact, positive impact in the sales community. So um, the second one, taking action. The third piece is having an internal sense of urgency, right? Um, if we all have goals, <clears throat> right? Um, it's for them, it's not okay to just reach their goals whenever they have this urgency. And I've, I was talking to someone the other day who's got a huge goal, huge financial goal uh, that he wants to reach. And he says that every day that passes by that he's not getting closer to that goal feels like a wasted day. And we all know that's, that's not true. He's, if you have a big goal, it's not going to all get done in a day. Um, but if he thinks that he can accomplish that goal in 10 years, he wants to try to figure out a way to do it in five or in three. Um, and by changing your mentality on that, it might take you to, it might you know, lean you into taking bigger risks, might lean you into making different types of decisions, might lean you into taking, again, more action, working a little bit harder, maybe partnering with someone. Um, and so trying to limit the time uh, for what you, for when you can accomplish your goals. I think a lot of times we, we set these goals, we make up a timeline, we make up a goal, and we're do, we have some sort of limiting belief that is set upon ourselves uh, that's pushing us towards, hey, we can accomplish that in a year, uh, when really it could have been done in three months. So trying to bring in the in internal sense of urgency. And then the fourth 
And I think this is probably the most important one. Scott Adams, who is a uh, famous cartoonist, has a great uh, quote, controversial quote, that says, losers have goals, winners have systems. And I get his point. I love goal setting personally. So I wouldn't say that losers have goals. But let's just take two people, for example, two sales reps. They both want to go to President's Club, right? And they both write that on their on a sheet of paper and they post it on their desk and they tell people about it and they set smart goals, you know, um, that are, you know, time specific and they're achievable and, you know, they're very specific and they're telling people and they're holding themselves accountable and all those good things that you read on blogs. But one of them just has the goal and one of them actually has a habit and a system to get there. The rep B knows how many calls they need to make. They know how many emails they need to send, how many meetings they need to have, which accounts they're going to prioritize, how they're going to rest and recover to keep their mental health in check so they can go hard the whole year. Um, they know how they're going to learn and develop. They know what books they might want to read, what podcasts they're going to listen to. They know how the whole plan, at least a, a first plan for how they're going to get to their goal, whereas rep A just has the goal. 10 times out of 10, rep B is going to be more successful because they have an actual system that's going to get them there. When shit gets hard, when you get tired, when, you know, an unaccounted uh, or an unexpected thing happens to your pipeline that, that kind of fucks things up, rep B is going to be more prepared to handle those ups and downs. So um, I feel like for me, the first and the fourth thing are, are the most important one being, you know, so uh, able to prioritize what's important to you and what's not. So you put your time and energy in the right places and then having a system to get there. The book, the, the, the book I would recommend the most to check out on that topic is uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's amazing. We've talked about it on this podcast multiple times, but that's a great book to get you in the motion. If you want to create a new habit or a new system to help get you to a goal, um, especially if you're just kind of starting on, on a certain thing, like let's say you're just starting to work out or you're just starting in a new AE role or SDR role. Um, it's a great book to get you going uh, and to get the wheels in motion there. Um, and the good news is that time management and time manipulation is a skill, right? Maybe some people are born with a little bit more than others, but for almost everyone, we're iterating over time, just like we are if you know, we're learning how to make chocolate chip cookies or we're learning how to, uh, you know, run or, or throw a baseball, right? So it's something that you can work on. You can become, uh, you know, you go from a novice to a grandmaster over time. And I guarantee the people that you probably look up to that are the most successful are really, really, really good at manipulating time so that they're focusing. They can do the things that are most important to them. They can get those things done. And then they're able to uh, you know, have other people potentially take care of the rest. Maybe they're delegating it. Maybe it's automated. Maybe they just get rid of it. Um, and that's how they're getting so much done. So if you got big goals for 2022, I'm with you. Let's get it. Try to use some of these strategies to help you get more done in less time. Let me know what your feedback is. Again, hit a subscribe. If you like this on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, follow me on LinkedIn, Tom Malamo, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Tommy Tahoe. I'm posting uh, all the time on all the platforms. So let me know what you think. Otherwise, we'll be back with another great interview 
with AJ Giaccia, who's an enterprise AE uh, coming on Wednesday. So be sure to tune into that as well. All right. Peace, y'all.